Welcome to As We Understand Him, a weekly coffee chat exploring a deeper relationship with God as we understand Him. You can download As We Understand Him weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at As We Understand Him Podcast. For additional information, to hear episodes, and to access resources and writings, please visit our website, asweunderstandhim.coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys trying to figure out the God thing, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Good morning, Glenn. I just smiled. I, I was just listening to the intake and... Wait, let me hear the truth. smile in your voice. Okay, you ready? Um, yeah, no, you know, just trying to figure out the God thing, right? Do you think we'll ever, like, get there? I mean, do you, do you, is there a... We talked about the summit on a couple, of, I don't know, on crisscrossing episodes, but um, do we ever get there? Yeah, so full transparency, we, Mikey and I, we co-host Sober.Coffee right, podcast, right. right? So Mike and I happen to be on the sober path um, for quite a number of uh, years, you know, probably right. 12 plus collectively. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, so we we are approaching that podcast a lot differently than this one. Mm-hmm. And I think the, I think the, I was thinking this week about the differentiator because hmm. I feel different going to the studio. I'm sorry, the coffee shop. Yes, right. For that podcast, as I do, I feel differently coming to as we understand him. And it clicked for the, me this week why. Hmm. Because I have confidence in the sober path. Right. I've worked the AA 12 steps. Over and over, mm-hmm. you know, I've worked with right. people, I've engaged with people, I've gone to a thousand meetings. I've you gone, know it works. You know it works. You <clears throat> yeah, know I've it done works. the work, right? right? And and I can see the concrete results, factual results from it, right? right. So if you take that, and now we're in the spiritual world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So probably, at least me, and I think you are too, because mm-hmm. we've had discussions mm-hmm. on this. We are not as far as long on the spiritual path. Mm-hmm as we are on the sober path. Right. We are still learning tools. Right. We don't really know what the spiritual path looks like. We just know we're on it. Right. 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 It, 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 just it could two guys be, trying to figure out the God thing. Right. I think that's the brilliance <clears throat> of us getting on is saying, hey, you know, we are not theologians. Right. No. Uh, <laughs> although I did go to Liberty University. Well, but, there you go. And I <clears throat> and I did go but to I skipped every chapel. Right. I I did go to White Sox games, so yeah. Yeah, that's close, right? Yeah. So but but I think I think coming on here and, and what we're doing is sharing because we have so many questions, mm-hmm. rather than have sober coffee episodes all focused on spirituality right. because there's people that aren't into it. Right. They will log off sober right. coffee. Sure. So that's why we started as we understand him. Um, and we are trying to under, continue to understand and continue to learn, and we're continually in the pool and whatever words you want to use. Right, and that's what I love. I love the fact that people can jump on. I mean, because we don't have the whole thing figured out. We're like you said, we're not doctor. We don't. I don't have my doctorate in theology. You know what we do know is that uh, emphatically, it's working for us. What we got going right now is really working for us, and that feeling is what I want to pass along to somebody else. And, and what's funny is, I think with sobriety, <clears throat> it's easier to point to what works. Right. I think with spirituality, it's, I, I don't want to use the word fluff because fluff right. usually means no, it's not right, real. Right. But, but it, it, it's more 
abstract. Right. You know, is that probably the right word? Right. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and you know the thing <clears> is, is that it for for me it changes every day. You you know, we're going to be talking in some episode about Bible verses that we like, right? Well, I can read a Bible verse on a Tuesday, and it'll have a specific meaning to me, and I'll, it'll be an aha moment. And then I can read the same verse on Wednesday, and it could have a totally different meaning to me and a different aha moment that's really relevant to where I am in my life. And so it's a little more fluid than... Ooh, than fluid is right, the right word. Than, than, uh, the word. Where sobriety is a little black and white. It's a little... It's static, you know? Yeah, but maybe... So dry, right. not drinking is black and white. Right, right. Right, but Yeah, don't maybe, drink, you don't get drunk. Yeah, right. but maybe sober right. is, is, is a little more fluidity. Fluid. Right, yeah. <clears throat> Love it. Sorry for the frog in my voice or whatever I've got. but you got fluidity in your voice. <laughs> we got fluidity. All right, so what are we going to talk about yeah, today? Yeah, so, so today, I, I, I love what you said. We, we chatted this week about what we we're going to talk about at coffee. And which, I love it. Which, which we were looking at each other saying, uh, I know, right? what are we doing? But I, loved, I love what you came up with, and that's kind of like the three things, the way I heard you say it, the three things that you kind of do, you always use the, the term the gym, right? The spirituality right. gym. Yep. What are the three things that I work with that are really important to me in the gym? Am I going to this certain machine? Am I doing this certain thing? What are the three things? And I'll be honest, I, I had a hard time keeping it to three, but but I'll give it a stab once we get there. So our, our agenda may be misaligned. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so... I was thinking of when, when I read my short list, mm-hmm. and, and I have more than three also. Mm-hmm. Um, of course we do. Um, I was thinking, what are the key factors? What are the key events or moments that got us kind of, what did we do, mm-hmm. right? So, so mm. for somebody out there that's just saying, oh, what's all this spiritual stuff? And, and, and they kind of have their own napkin that's okay, all stained with right. God on it. Right. What are some initial things that we did from a, from the spiritual perspective so from a sober perspective we can say well we went to rehab we went to meetings right we right. did boom we got a sponsor right, right. right? <clears throat> a little different in spirituality mm-hmm. so i love that are you able to, to shift here in real time it's my it's my story oh i love that right it's my see? story it's see, not when it's your change. story you've got to make it up right right, right. so so if we're okay yeah um because I think that could help somebody. I mean, we'll, we'll come back in a later episode and, and, and just talk about kind of the stuff we do to stay. Right, right. But for me, it was, well, for some people, it's hard mm-hmm. to surrender and get in that spiritual lane. Because right. you got to get outside yourself. I think in AA, mm-hmm. the framework of AA it helps a little bit mm-hmm. because, you know, step two, mm-hmm. power greater than ourselves. Right. Right. right now, a lot of people in, in the program, I mean, how it works 17 times or 18 right. times, whatever, him, right. higher power, yeah, God, right? Right, so so it kind of urges you or nudges you that way towards spirituality, right? Towards right. spirituality, and, and and then you got to figure out now what, and, mm-hmm. and and I think that's the purpose of our uh, right. show is now what, now what? for us, mm-hmm. right? And and we can help maybe one other person. Right. Let's try to figure out there now what, right? right what did right. these guys do? But but I think in, and I'm going like seven different thoughts here at once. But how's that caffeine working for you? you yeah, I need some more, but it's, right. it's, it's it's not bad. Okay, I mean it's, it's a medium. All right. Um, but I think in in sobriety, it's okay. I'm not drinking, mm-hmm. right? And then it's now what? 
Right. And I think it's, okay, now I want to hit the spiritual path, but but what? But now what now? What do I do? Right. 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 So so that's so, kind of what we want to show yeah, you know, so, the top so two, three, lead me, lead me down the path a little bit, and then I'll catch up to you. So give me kind of one oh, of you your. Want me to lead? Yeah. Oh, give, don't, don't give me just give me one of your. Okay. Okay. One of your things. All right. So let, let me go and kick off. So, in in order for me to kick off, I have to set the stage. Mm-hmm. I believe with everything in me because I grew up in a Christian household, a Jesus household. I had a Bible. I went to youth group. I didn't. I, won. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. So. Okay. Yes. I I had a dr- I always joke. I had a drug problem. I was drugged to church. Yeah. Right. But. Um, I won all the Bible drills. Mm-hmm. I memorized all the verses. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to all the church services. Mm-hmm. It was all in my head, not in my heart. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think, and we're, we're going to come back to this, but I think a, a key nugget for me is the way to get it from head to heart is action. Mm. Okay. So I never did the action. I just knew it, right? It's like knowing how to do surgery, but you've never done one, right? right? I, I love that. So, so, so the one thing I want to use to, to frame is that from my childhood, and then I went to Liberty University, and I found a way to get out of it, all the religious stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I just did. I, I worked all the time. I got to know the dean. The dean was proud. I was putting myself through school, and, oh, let me give you all the passes, mm-hmm. and I didn't have to go to anything, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, and— and, and then I watched, like, the people that were trying to become pastors, and, and in my mind, they were whack jobs. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want that, right? Mm-hmm. But to set the stage with what I'm going to say is I really believe, as I look back now, mm-hmm. that I had, I always knew that I had a, on my spiritual compass, I had a spiritual north. I just knew that. and And, and I probably... Felt it internally, felt the internal struggle, I guess. But now that I'm sober and now that I'm on the sober path, it is very clear that a lot of my issues over the years was because I I, I am programmed spiritual north and I was going spiritual you southeast. South, southeast, yeah. yeah. Oh, see, now I get that. And so so, so, so yes, that's the stage. I love it. And I'm right with you there. I, I'm totally with you that... I believe I had a spiritual north. I didn't frame it out my, that way in my head, but I believe I I knew it. I I knew there was an, a deity, an entity. I knew that there was what the right things to do. Where I picked enough enough of that, just going to church on Sundays, getting there late, leaving early. But I picked enough of that up there. I knew I knew inherently the right things to do, and then I did all the wrong things. Right for so many years. Did you do the wrong things on purpose? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, so we're very much aligned with right. that with yes, that baseline. With that baseline. And, and then I think, I think internally, right, um, not aware, unconsciously—that's the right word. Mm-hmm. Unconsciously, I knew I was going away from spiritual north. So you had conflict. I had internal conflict, sure. a hole in the soul, whatever you want to call it. But I had I had issues inside because I knew. I was going away from spiritual north. Right. You know, all the shit that I did when I was drinking, mm-hmm. I mean, it was away from spiritual north, right? So, the first the first thing I did that really caught my attention is when I hit my bottom 
September of two, and, and you know, we're going to use a lot of sober terms, mm-hmm. right? Because I think we're going to get a lot of cross listing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> when I hit my bottom, September of 2014, I went into what I didn't know at the time what was going to be my four month program. And I just knew, I just knew at that period of time I was getting out of a relationship. It was a painful exit. You know, I had nothing in this world. I was either going to, you know, kind of a, 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 a homeless rehab where they would, you know, start working with you, all these social programs, whatever, or I was going into this rehab and four-month program, right? So I, so I went there, and, and I just knew because of, you know, I said, look. I said to myself, look, the spiritual stuff is out there. <clears throat> I hate it. Don't believe it. I don't really know what's going on. I've been screwed by God. Maybe I screwed myself. Maybe he was there the whole time. And, and But what I knew in my core at that time, September 2014, I knew I had to get back in the spiritual game. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I did is I went to church. Mm-hmm. Now, let me paint a picture. I had relapsed on a business conference. Four days at this conference in a blackout. I had no idea what I did. I landed up going to six hospitals across the country in a week. I started in Palm Springs, and I landed up six hospitals in one week. I landed up in an eight-day detox, which is rare. Right. Eight-day detox, and then on a Friday afternoon, I landed up on my counselor's floor, and I just said, look, I surrender. I didn't use the words I surrender, mm-hmm. but I said, look. I will do anything you tell me to do. I just cannot take another drink. Right. So, I mean, I, I was mentally, emotionally, physically, I, I can't describe the pain, the bottom, the loser, the hate, the remorse, the, all those. I mean, I, I just, the weight of all that, I just can't even describe it. Mm-hmm. So, so, but that, how does that tie into your spirituality then? So you were doing kind of a double surrender at that point. You're, you're, you're doubling down. You're saying to your, your counselor, I'll do anything you tell me to do. But you, I also heard you say that you said you needed to, you knew you needed to turn back to spirituality. Right. So at the moment I only surrendered to my counselor. Yeah. Right. I had no spiritual surrender. No, because I didn't know what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't want the bullshit yeah, I grew I up with, there. right? So I, I, I couldn't do that at that time. Okay. But all I said is, I, here's what I said. I said to my counsel, I said, I'll do anything you tell me to do. And then part two was, I know I'm going to church. Okay. I know I have to get in the church. Yeah. Now, that's interesting because I had a similar experience. So now I'll just rewind my clock to the fall of 2018 and I had that moment where I just said, look, I need help. I, I can't go on this way anymore because but of But you had no idea what you're saying. I had to. no idea who I was saying that to, but but all of a sudden I, I ended up in a, in a rehab, you know, with some detail in between that point of surrender and rehab. But I can't tell you the exact moment, Glenn, but I came to the same realization. There was a moment in rehab, very early in rehab, where... Uh, that day on my family call, I told my wife to bring me a Bible because I, that was that was my church. Like you said, I, you knew you were going back to church. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, I knew I couldn't physically get to a church, but I thought I had read the, some parts of the Bible before. I just I, I knew I needed to reconnect with Did that. you ever 
Okay, so in the past, did you ever rely on the Bible for anything? No, I would say so it was went, a new venture. Yeah, it was a new venture. I, w- I was going. I went through the motions a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I read a lot of it. I had read the entire thing at that point, but that didn't. That that's didn't, the head stuff. Yeah, that's the head stuff exactly. So yeah, I I feel where you were uh, as you sat on your counselor's floor in that that the days preceding and just following that because I was in the exact same place. I knew that part of I. At least I, I thought I knew that spirituality had to be part of it. And that was before they really introduced me to the steps of AA. So so I had this inkling inside me before we even started walking that mm-hmm. AA path. I think that's that, that soul. You know? That's right. <clears throat> so, so I landed up going to this church. And um, it was a church in Chicagoland. And it was kind of one of these mega churches, you know, where they play rock band. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so what I remember is it was a Sunday morning and, and like the first 30 days, and this is not a lie. The first 30 days I was in that rehab, I didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might've dozed for a half hour or an hour at night, mm-hmm. might have, mm-hmm. but I was mentally going out of my mind because I was sober, meaning I wasn't, well, I wasn't sober. I wasn't drinking. You if you want to get right. technical, I right. wasn't drinking. So you were left with your head. I was in my head, and my head was wired. Sure I had was. so much alcohol over that you know week. I relapsed, and all the drugs from all those sure. uh, detoxes, and and my head was wired. My head mm-hmm. was going crazy, so I didn't sleep. So I go to this church. Can I stop you? Mm-hmm. Okay, you made the de- first of all. You made the decision to go to the church. I did. So see, somewhere in between there, I mean, they didn't just. All of a sudden, drag you onto a bus, put you on the bus. I was not in change. They did not. In fact, the funny part was they didn't want me to go. Hmm. Okay. You know why? Why? A, the the director and owner of the center I was in Mm -hmm. was like Catholic, and Mm. and he didn't want me going to that church because he thought it was crossing crossing the aisle, right? So that was stupid. Right. Um, but, but, But the second reason is they didn't want me out of their sight. Mm-hmm. So how'd you find how'd you find the church just online or no? So I had been to that there? church for okay. I went to that church for you know, Christer. Okay, right. Christmas and Easter. Right. When my parents would come visit, mm-hmm. we would go to church. So right. you picked I had the probably church that had worked for you. Yeah, I I, right. I probably so I knew the church. I knew how to get in the parking lot, right. and I probably and and I'm trying to think because I didn't have my car then, so I'm trying to think how I even got there. Right. Um, I think somebody must have dropped me off. Um, but so, so, so I knew that church. And, right. and, and so I landed up. I just wanted to park yeah. there for a second because both of us had to take actions. I mean, you know, I could, I didn't, we didn't both magically just poof and end up with a Bible and a Nothing church building in, in front of us. the sober spiritual path happens Poofs. without action. That's right. Nothing. Right. So if you think you're going to sit in the couch and all this is going to be blessed upon you. Right. Good luck. Right. Right. You know, but again, the way from the head to the heart yes. is action. Okay. Um, so, so I, I walked in the doors of that church, and I walked. It was kind of packed, and so there was a seat down in the third row. Mm-hmm. So I walked down the VIP. <laughs> well, with the uh, valet parking, with sure. the car that I didn't have. Validate the, right. All right. So, so I go down. And I sit in, the, in 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 the third row, and and for that hour of service, I felt like a million bucks. Um, my, 
and, and, and so, I mean, it, I just can't describe it. As I look back today, you know, I, I always, you know, kind of mock the lightning bolt. But maybe that was my lightning bolt, right? Maybe that was – it was so evident and clear to me that I was in the right place and that I made the right decision. And I, I just can't describe the confidence I had. And I'm like, this is amazing. I knew I made the right decision. This is what I need to do. This is going to be part of my spiritual journey. And, and, and I said to myself, well, maybe you're just, you know, maybe just feeling better to come off the meds a little bit. I wonder if I stay, if the feeling will continue. Stay, right. So I, I sat through the next service. Same service, sat through it again. Did you get half off on that admission? I did. Okay. I did. I only, I only had to put half in, in the sure, in the jar. Time. Yeah. yeah. So when I left, the minute I left that parking lot, all the pain, all every feeling I felt when I was driving there came back. Returned to you. Yeah. Do you know when it went away again? Hmm. Following Sunday. When you went back. When I went back in. And, and so for me, it was just so evident that doing that was the right thing. And I locked in and I said to myself, there is never a church service that I'm going to miss. Never a Sunday. This is going to be part of. And it's not because my parents were dragging me. Mm -hmm. It just worked. Right. And I had a little bit of evidence, but very concrete evidence that it worked. You know, it's so interesting the way you frame that out because... For me, my experience, so consist, consistent to yours or concurrent to yours, I'm, I'm reading the Bible. That's where I reached out to. And I remember being in rehab and everyone would go to bed at like 1130. They kept you busy to like 1030, right? And they gave you a little break for the 10 o'clock news. And then people all went into their rooms. And I just sat out there taking notes from the, pre, from the day's activities and reviewing my notes and then opening my Bible. And, and even the next morning when everyone was still sleeping, I'd wake up early. Why? Because I couldn't sleep. I was embarked on this new way of living. I didn't have alcohol in my body. It was like, what? what? Um, but my point is, is that I found relief in reading the Bible because at the moments that I was reading the Bible, I wasn't thinking about the radical change in my emotions right so i felt relief because because the real the real stuff wasn't there inside me does that make sense yeah i mean <clears throat> totally makes sense i can't relate so i mean one of the things that that we'll unpack is um i have a hard time maybe it's focus mm -hmm. whatever reading the bible um for me what i have found is I need somebody to interpret. No, that's what don't I'm even, reading. Don't even chuckle. There's people that spend their whole life preparing. Yeah, but I've told you there's there's to times teach. I'll read yes. six verses. I'm like, huh? Yeah, right, right, right. And and, and but I can sit through, you know, a a, a video of a guy talking right. about those six right. and he's telling the stories or, or like that's or, right. Or and pastor. it clicks for you. Then I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, so you're I, auditory. Right. Yeah, and right. I I totally get it. Right. Yeah. Um, but for me, I, what I love about it is our stories are so similar. We found relief in something that, that, that was part of our previous life, but we found this relief in it. So I have a question for you. Yes. So you, you read, read your Bible. Right. Then what, right? Right. Um, so if, if I recall your story correctly, mm -hmm. 
you, I'm not sure if I should say started going back to church or yes. kept going to church. Yeah, right. I mean, I was, my body was in the church pews prior to recovery, but in fact, my, I think a couple times, yes, there might have been some intoxication. Absolutely, intoxication. Some spiritual juice. <laughs> I didn't think of it that Mike, way. I think they the, drink um, wine, wine not, in church, not Captain not, Morgan. Not Captain Morgan. Okay. Or vodka. Jiminy. I was going to the wrong church. Like, why, um, is, why is Mikey drinking like yeah, 17 cups yeah, of Yeah, why does he juice? smell like he drank the whole bottle of the host? I know. I And, and hey, I don't want to no, detract, but. but yeah. You you were starting to go to church in a different frame of mind. Right. And I went, you know, I, I remember going in that previous frame of mind, Glenn, and I remember the emotion that I had of despair. I there were there were more tears when I would go to church in, in that condition because I heard the truth. I was I was in the moment at church, if this makes sense, and and it pained me that I was so far away from the life that he was preaching about. Totally. So, um, okay. So, what's another thing, or event, or that that helped you get on the on the spiritual path? Well, one of the things that the commitment that I made coming out, you know, we I hooked up with you, mm-hmm. right? And and I'm just saying that one of the first things. You, you addressed to me in our relationship was, hey, there's this thing going on at church, and I want you to be part of it. It's it's a study. It's just 10 weeks, Mike. I remember you saying it's just ten, a 10 week program. <laughs> It'll be a couple of guys from AA. Just come and join us. And um, I wanted to hesitate, but I didn't hesitate because God, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. So that was 2020 yeah, uh, or 19. Yeah, it'd be 19 or 20, right? Maybe even, yeah. I mean, when did you do your first, your second uh, Ruta group? Probably fall of 19. Yeah, and, and I think I probably was on your third one because you did couples, then you did uh, men, and then you did, then you did right. the AA men. Yep. And, and I uh, did AA. Yeah, so yeah, Ruta so Ruta is definitely on, on my list too. Right, yeah. I mean, look, that, that really made an impact to me on me because – I feel yeah, but the first you, you time, knew again. You had brain knowledge of had, all the spiritual stuff, right? Right. So when you were were in rooted, did did you learn a lot new from a, a factual knowledge? No. Standpoint? No. Here's what I learned. Here's yeah, what I learned here, is here. that I wasn't going into this battle alone. That's yeah. what I learned is that you know the God of the Bible didn't do things alone. I was trying. I did things alone my whole life, and so what I learned was not you know some scripture from Luke or, you know, or, or some great revelations theologically, what I learned is that there's other guys that are on the same tier as me trying to figure this thing out. And one plus one equals three. Two guys trying to figure it out is going to get a better result than me just trying to figure it out by myself. Right. So that was probably, I mean, as we do our podcast now, as we understand him, that was probably my inaugural journey into guys questioning spirituality, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Rooted, because that's on my list too, Rooted is a 10-week program. You do it in person. You meet one night a week. <clears throat> you get a book. You work through the book. Right. And it's everything, chapter one, who is God, right? right? I mean, right. it's so basic. So, so basic, yeah. God 101, right? right? So I... 
I a knew some people in AA that were exploring, mm-hmm. that were seeking, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then secondly, I I, I had right. I, I knew guys that were stuck, and and by this point, I knew the spiritual path was was working, mm-hmm. and and I knew that it had some value, and so I'm like, hey, let's do. Because I remember going to my pastor. I'm like, hey, man. Um, so yeah, I, I'd like to lead another Rudy group. Um, he goes, Oh, that's great. We'll put it up. I said, no, nah. I said, I want this to be a closed group. And he goes, well, what does that mean? I'm like, well, I want to do a Rudy group for AA guys, you know, <clears throat> guys that hate church, guys that hate God, guys that are exploring, seeking, whatever word you want to use. And he goes, man, I never thought of that. He goes, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's how, you know, I said, yeah, Hey, let's, right. you know, let's try it. Let's commit 10 weeks. It was an amazing 10 weeks. Yeah, we'll put the information up on the, in the resource room about yep. Rooted, the book and stuff, but it's really to be done with the group. How cool would it be to do a virtual one? Yeah, right. right? With, with, with mm, folks that listen to us. And, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, brainstorming. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Rooted, and, and it's, Rooted is um, knowledge, it's some learning, it's a lot of action, and it's a lot of kind of process and thinking. And, and right. And and so rooted for me was was really good, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and some amazing stories from rooted. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just and and I think I've done four of them now or whatever. But I mm-hmm. I, I I just think it's it's rooted was, but for me and, and one of the things that clicked for me from rooted, I remember one of our guys, Robert, <clears throat> love him. Um, we get to the end of rooted, and I remember. He was really engaged, and uh, and at the end, he he kind of like we were he was, I, I could see that he was wrestling, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, you know, and and part of being rude is we're raw, mm-hmm. you know, we're honest, and we, I think one of the the secret sauces of our rooted was we all committed to being raw and sharing our stories, and and I think. We got the most out of it because I know I know other groups Where was this are fluffy. vanilla, right? Sure. You know, vanilla, hey, vanilla, part, let's yeah. come in and right. I'll hold my Bible the right way. And, and we came in, and, and we have some episodes co- coming up of, you know, some mm-hmm. some stuff that came out and rooted. But but he, I, I can watch him wrestling on his face, and I'm like, man, what's up? Right. And he goes, he goes, I can't tell you how this has really worked for me, but now that rooted's done, he goes, I just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And you know me, man. I'm figuring this stuff out on 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 the fly. You know, I jumped out of the plane and I'm trying to find a parachute, right? <clears throat> so so I looked at him, and all I said was, "Robert, all I can tell you, brother, is just stay in the pool." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Well, what does that mean?" I'm like, "Just stay connected and keep doing stuff and dive in and and just." I said, "We're gonna figure this out." And I said, "Come to our let's let's you know come to our small men's weekly group, right?" Mm-hmm. And 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 you know the the guy Atlanta moving away and 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 I still connect with him mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. He's still we have a daily text he's part of and, mm-hmm. and, and 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 it's funny because he's on that path. I just connect with him and his life has changed five thousand percent. And and I, I I you can't argue with it. Mm-hmm. I really believe it's because of the stuff he's doing on the spiritual path. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love so I have it. a bunch of other stuff, but. What do you got? Well, I've got, you know, I've got my um, my story of purpose, right? Mm-hmm. 
Like, so when I dove into the pool, right, and one of the things I did was I became a high school uh, guy's small group, high school ministries small group leader for teenage boys. You had qualifications for that? I have zero. All right. I even hate teenagers. <laughs> who do, who but, doesn't? Who but, likes them? But it's just an example of I raise my hand, I'm just diving in. I'm going to do anything you, t- you ask me to do. I just want to be in the room. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, if if you had asked me at the time with my ego or whatever, I would have said, oh, I want some administrative position. I want to be, you know, Pastor Tim's right-hand man, and mm-hmm. I can do administra- executive administration. And, and But that's not – that's the old Glenn. Right. The new Glenn heard, hey, we need leaders for small men, small – Jump in. Teenage. I'll jump in, mm-hmm. Wh- which meant I went to a weekend retreat and got zero sleep. And sleep's very important to me. I got zero sleep because I'm up chasing teenagers around. Right, right. right. But so, so I sit with one of the other leaders. <clears throat> he just got out of Bible school. You know, he's got all the credentials. And, and he's like 23. And so we're at the lunch, right? I'm so intimidated because I'm not even sure if I can remember a verse. And he's spewing verses. Like, and I'm like, this, I just, so we're sitting down at lunch. <clears throat> and, and I was sharing part of my story. I tell all of it, I scare people away, but I share part of my story. And, I, and, and he goes, well, he goes, what are you working on? I said, honestly, I said, I'm working on God's purpose. And he goes, well, explain it. I said, I said, well, when I wake up in the morning, I said, I open my Outlook calendar. God does not fill that in for me. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought I had him. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, sure. take, take that, you Bible school Check. grad. Check. <clears throat> take that, you theological scholar, right? You know what the guy said to me? Mm. Brilliant. And this is one of those events that really helped me early on in the spiritual path. Um, and when I say early on, I don't know where I'm at. I, I could yeah. be three steps past the, that point in time, right? right. But, but early on, he, he said to me, he goes, ah, he goes, oh, Glenn, I get it. And I'm like, really? He goes, no, I get it. He says, um, he goes, let's start with this. You know, if you want to find God's purpose, let's start with this. He goes, when you look at your Outlook calendar, we know what God doesn't want you to do. Mm. And, Mikey, that clicked for me. Like, first thing I thought to my, he doesn't want me to drink. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want me to do all the bullshit, crappy things I did when I drank. Right. right? So immediately at that point in mind, what I had tattooed in my brain, I still do today, he defined for me a spiritual fairway. Mm-hmm. Don't go over here. That's out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Don't go over here. That's the rough, mm-hmm. right? Here's the spiritual fairway. And and that started to click for me. And then he says, you know what? He goes, is, look, God doesn't care if you have a ham sandwich or a turkey sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know, God wants you to be happy. God wants you to live a fun, fulfilling life. But let's today... Focus on where he doesn't want you to be. Mm-hmm. He said, we'll figure out. And I'm like, you know what? That is what a so great fair. starting point. I'm yeah. like, that is so fair. Right. And, and what I learned quickly on that spiritual fairway, first of all, there is amazing confidence mm-hmm. knowing that I'm finally in the right fairway. I'm following, you know, the right, you know, uh, guidebook, mm-hmm. you know, the yardage book. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and. And what I really realized is when I'm in the fairway shooting for the right green, you know, I'm not trying to go through trees to another green and, and, you Mm -hmm. know, A, there's confidence, and B, 
I still swing and miss, mm-hmm. or I still shank a ball, um, or I you know do all my setup and I think I'm going to hit it you know flush two thirty roll up onto the green. But you're not pointing. You're not aiming for out of bounds. No man, I am out of the woods. I'm in the fairway. I'm on the nice rough or the nice green, you know, turf. Not rough, it's turf. Um, and I'm shooting for the right hole. Mm-hmm. I still tee up like I'm going to hit a 230 shot, and I duff it 12 yards. Mm. But that's okay. Yeah, right. I just go tee it up again. Just go so so that, right. that was another story. I love that. You know, we could, we could jump through. Can we make maybe this, because we're wrapping up on time here, can we make this maybe part one of, of two-parter? Sure. Yeah, because I mean, there's stuff. I mean, there's there's stuff that I found in action in my life that uh, that has changed. That changed dramatically for me. The way I listen to Christian music, mm-hmm. you know, Christian music was a an effort for me before because because it wasn't rock and roll. And and as one of those rockers said, I love rock and roll. Put another dime in the jukebox, baby. You know, and but I've come to this grand appreciation of Christian. The Christian rock genre, you know that that really dry it beats my heart. And all right, so let me jump in and yeah. take you back. And, yeah. and, and I know you're trying to wrap up, and, and well, but let me let me let me take you back. And, I mean, frankly, each, each one of these kind of topics could be their own episode, right? Who right. knows? But Christian rock. Um, first of all, when I was in college, you couldn't listen to any rock music. I went to Liberty. Even, Cri- even Christian rock. Uh, well, that's where we started. They started, their argument didn't hold, right? So I used to listen to U2 because I'm like, hey, sure. they're, they're a Christian band, right? right. And, and and so they're a rock band with Christian values, right? Right. And they stopped believing that. And I'm like, look, Sunday, bloody Sunday. They're talking about Sunday, right? <laughs> like, uh, I, mean, I mean, come on. I, I was trying, right? But do you remember two bands, uh, Petra? Yeah, Petra was big, huge. Petra, and, love, yeah. I love Petra back right. then. In fact, I probably wore out their uh, cassette tape yeah. or eight track. Um, and and the second one was Res Band. Res Band, uh, not familiar. So Res Band was like a hard rock, okay. uh, like almost like a disturbed type of band today. Okay. I mean, and, and I remember seeing them at uh, uh, Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. and they were like an Real hard rock Christian band. You couldn't even hear the words, mm-hmm. right? So it didn't really matter. Right. Um, but yeah, now it's a it's a monster genre. And it's a monster genre. And there's bands like Switchfoot, which they've got. No, some, I love Switchfoot. Oh, just absolutely. I saw them actually. In Sing to my heart. I yep. mean, it just I find myself. So yeah, I'd love to come back and explore some of these some of these things. I don't know what we named this topic, but let's say that today was part one, and we'll roll into part two next week. Yeah, How does we, that sound? We might figure it out someday. Who knows? Somebody's looking for our table, man. All right, brother. Let's get out of here. I'll see you. Bye, man. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at asweunderstandhim.coffee. If sobriety is your desire and you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255 or dial 988. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their personal experiences about their spiritual journey and their path to sobriety. Therefore, any medical, spiritual, or perceived suggestions are their own opinions and should not be considered professional advice. See you next week.